Hello and welcome to an all-new episode of the Think on These Things podcast. My name is Kairu and I am your host and today... Something just flew into my throat, it feels like. Nothing alive. I think just air. (laughs) Okay, so today we're diving into the 78th episode ever of the entire series. As I reach for my water... I don't actually remember where it is. Oh, there it is. And today we are also diving into the 38th affirmation in the second chapter of the book of positive affirmation. So we are so close to the end of the second chapter of the book, which also means we're very close to the end of the second season of this show. And I wanted to take a moment to just give some, I think, appreciation for that. Because if you've been here for every episode, you have come a very long way. There is no way that you get through this chapter without making making progress in your journey of self-awareness. It's just not possible. If you have taken the time to sit down and reflect on all of the concepts that these affirmations are calling us to consider and how these affirmations are actually practical and useful in our everyday lives, then you have done the work. I don't know how much effort you put in, but I do know that as little as literally just sitting down or whatever you're doing, you may be standing up or doing jumping jacks for all I know, while you're listening to this podcast, if all you did was listen to this podcast for the last 78 days, including today, you put an effort and you can measurably say, I have grown in the knowledge of self-awareness or I have grown in the awareness of who I am as an individual. And that deserves some praise. That deserves some celebration and I deserve some water. Give me one second. Yeah, that feels very good. This is not brand placement. Not endorsed, unfortunately, for anyone who's watching the video. So, for today, we're going to continue this journey. Uh, For those of you who have been with us, we're continuing. For those of you who are new, welcome. This is an affirmations-based podcast show where I dive into affirmations from the Book of Positive Affirmations, and I am sharing uh, stories, experiences, and lessons that I've learned in step with these affirmations to sort of illustrate the concepts that are packed into these illustrations and or these affirmations, and helping to basically unlock the Uh, utility and the concrete uh, potential that these affirmations have for helping us to live uh, more intentional lives, purpose-driven lives as individuals, and ideally collectively in community as well. So it's been been 38 affirmations uh, since this season started 38 days or weekdays ago. It has been 78 affirmations since the start of this series um, and 78 days ago or weekdays ago was when this whole show actually began. So that, I think, um, 
deserves some praise as well. No, I actually do think that deserves some praise. Um, that is incredible to me. And I, I want to honor that momentum by being consistent. That's why we're here every single day, because consistency builds momentum. And um, <clears throat> there was something else I was going to say, but between all of the clearing my throat and the excitement about how far we've come, I've totally forgotten. So today we're going to dive into the 38th episode, the 38th affirmation of the second chapter of the book of positive affirmations. If you have the book, go ahead and open it up. Uh, flip the page. I always flip the page during the episode because I keep the bookmark in the last affirmation that I read. And uh, if you don't have the book of positive affirmations, you can purchase your copy from www.madeupmind.org. You can go there, purchase a copy for yourself, purchase a copy for somebody else, purchase a copy for notes, purchase a copy for your bookshelf, whatever uh, floats your boat. You can purchase as many copies as you'd like. There will never be a limit on that. Um, and today we're going to dive into the affirmation, whether you have the book or not. So before I do that, I just want to remind you that um, we do this with intentionality, even this, right? For some of you who are tuning in because you are looking to learn how to lead a more uh, intentional life, how to lead a more purpose-driven life, the purpose of these episodes really is that we have an opportunity to better understand those steps by which we become more intentional, by which we become more purpose-driven as individuals. And so to pursue that purpose, we consciously bring ourselves in to be more present with what it is that we are reading, what it is that we are saying, and what it is that we are discussing during this 20 to 30 minutes. It's probably going to be more like 20 minutes today. Um, some days it's closer to 30, some days it's closer to 20. And I read the affirmation three times because it is sort of a calling into presence practice. And I've discussed this many times. I just haven't talked about it recently. And I've been thinking, you know, maybe I should share that for people who are still tuning in for the first time that I read it three times because it's just like if you've ever had, you know, someone call your name, maybe in a crowded space and they say, uh, Sarah, <laughs> you know, and you might hear, oh, someone's calling my name. I just don't know who. Right. And then they call your name again, Sarah. Right. And you're in the midst of all of the, the noise and everything that's happening all around you. And you promise yourself, if I hear my name called again, I will turn my attention. I will devote my attention in the direction uh, that the that I'm hearing the voice call me from. Right. So then you hear it a third time and you give it your attention, basically. And so that's the practice that I have been um, espousing or adhering to for this series and i found it to be really helpful also as the host so if you're ever teaching something if you're ever leading a discussion um around a, a quote or a memory verse or an affirmation right that three-peat is very powerful i recommend it very strongly 10 out of 10. okay today's affirmation is as follows every day i am increasingly aware of my strengths Every day, I am increasingly aware of my strengths. Every day, I am increasingly 
aware of my strengths. Earlier this week, we discussed the three different value points of an individual's life. We discussed that low tier value of a person's life where all they do is pursue pleasure. We discussed that second tier, which is just one, you could say one step above and one step beneath the highest one, right? Um, That second tier, we'll say, is where you're pursuing flow or resonance, right? Um, Or strength, even. We can, I just want to find one word. I haven't found that one word just yet, and I don't think anyone really has. The third one is where you're pursuing purpose. Actually, let's do it this way. I think it's very easy to remember if we do it this way. So if you wrote something down, hopefully it's in pencil, erase it. The, the, the lowest level is a life lived pursuing pleasure. Okay? The next level up is a life lived pursuing passion. And the next and highest level of meaning in life, of living a valuable life, is pursuing purpose. We've discussed what purpose is in the series. We've discussed what passion is in the series. We've discussed what pleasure is in the series. So I won't go back and bore you with those details. If you're new here, congratulations. We have 77 other episodes full of content, really building up our philosophy and our understanding so we can sit down for the 78th episode and discuss um, this new affirmation on the back end of all we have learned and all the growth that has accumulated over the last 77 weekdays. So if you don't understand something that is being discussed in this episode, I encourage you to go back and listen to previous episodes. For those of you who've been here, thank you so much. We're going to continue going on uh, with our regularly scheduled programming. Okay, so we're discussing those three different levels of value when we're discussing like lives, right? uh, Pleasure, passion, purpose. One, two, three. Three is the highest. One is the lowest. Pleasure is the lowest. Passion is the second. Purpose is the highest. And as we discussed this earlier this week, we were talking about how um, the, the life that pursues purpose has made the most of its identified highest strengths and character qualities. So when you're living for pleasure, you're pretty much trying to figure out what's what feels good. You're living like an addict, always chasing the high. Every day of your life, you just want to get high, okay? You want to feel good. You want something to make you feel worthy or happy, right, externally. When you're pursuing passion, you're engaging that which is within. You're engaging, you know, your sense of value, your sense of belief, your sense of identity in some measure, right? When you're pursuing purpose, you are identifying your highest skills and character qualities. You're doing the hardest work that an individual can do when it comes to self-awareness. 
and you are discovering what you are most capable of, what you are most useful in, and you are leveraging that which you have discovered to serve others. Okay? So we discussed that at length earlier this week. And today we're discussing the, the 38th step in our journey of self-awareness. That every day I am increasingly, meaning every single day, I am more and more aware. I understand and I perceive and understand more every day about my strengths as an individual. So if you got this far in the book, if you got this far in the series, if you got this far in your walk as an individual in your own life, congratulations, you are not living the lowest possible meaning of life. You've made it at least to the second highest possible value that we've been able to discuss as humans in common terms. That you've, you've done the work to identify your strengths. If you've gotten this far, I, I can't imagine that you haven't made an effort to discover passion. I can't imagine that you haven't made an effort to discover purpose. And if you stayed, you felt that there was a reason to stay. You felt that there was some inspiration or encouragement to continue on the journey. And that... That's worth some praise. You know what else is worth praise? Literally understanding more about your strengths. Literally doing the work to become more aware of your strengths. There's not a whole lot that needs to be broken down behind this affirmation because it's quite simple. As you're doing the work, you will be presented with opportunities to perceive and understand more about who you are and what you're capable of. You'll be presented with opportunities to perceive and understand more about what you desire and what you're willing to do. What you're willing to put your hands to, what you're willing to invest your time and your energy in and your resources We make those decisions with clarity and confidence as we grow in the knowledge and understanding of our highest strengths. That's how we're able to discern what is good and what is right for us, right? Because we're unlocking awareness around our strengths that helps us to determine what is most advantageous for me in this season of life. What is most advantageous for me in this moment of life? to pursue, to engage? What is, you know, my calling? What am I supposed to be doing? What is my purpose? What is my utility? What value do I bring to this space? All of those questions are answered with the knowledge of your strengths. And as you become more and more aware of your strengths, you become more and more aware of what is good and what is right. What is most advantageous? What's most useful? What's most valuable in and of you and for you as an individual? 
So this affirmation, like I said, not much crazy uh, abstract content to really be breaking down. I can't speak to every single person who's listening about their individual life situations. If you want to get into the weeds with somebody, call up your counselor, call up a friend, call up a, lo- a trusted loved one, a mentor, a therapist, right? Take the time to really explore, you know, what are the strengths that I have discovered? As I'm recording this, it's the end of the year, 2023, and... This is a time that we normally reflect on what we've been doing for the last 50 weeks or so. There's a couple weeks left in the year. Um, This is a time that we sit down and we say, okay, you know, I started the year with these intentions. Some of y'all had no intentions. Let's be real, especially after living through 2020, 2021, 2022. Some of y'all literally said, I'm not going to make any plans. I have zero expectations. Now you get to sit down and look at how that has impacted your life over the last 50 weeks. And you get to use that information to determine how you're going to do things differently. You know, what what you're going to start what you're going to stop and what you're going to continue. I actually want you to write that down if you're listening, right? What is it that you're going to start for 2024? What is it that you're going to stop for 2024? What is it that you're going to continue for 2024? And you're going to make those decisions based on information that's already available to you that, uh, you know, you came into 2023 with whatever expectations, with whatever intentions, and then throughout the course of this year, you committed to those intentions and those expectations through your words and your actions. You backslid on those intentions and those expectations through your words, your actions, or you abandoned in some way, shape, or form those intentions and expectations through your words and your actions. And the result was X, Y, Z. You know what they were (laughs) because you lived that. I know what they were for myself, and I haven't sat down to do this full practice just yet. I I sit down and I usually do it around this time, so I will be doing it this week. What I encourage you to do, though, is use that information to facilitate a game plan and a growth plan for 2024. Don't leave this year without a game plan for next year. Don't continue to live without intention. If you came into this year without intention, I want you to challenge yourself. The first thing I want to challenge you to do, I don't care why you came into this year without intention, why you came into this year without expectation. That's not important to me in the context of this conversation. What I want to challenge you to do is to set your intentions for 2024. Set your expectations for 2024. And here's the thing, while you, you can use and you should use the information from the last 50 weeks to inform your decision, you don't need to use the information to make your decision. Let me reword that so it makes a little more sense, so it hits home for everybody who's listening. While you ought to use the information 
gathered over the last 50 some odd weeks that you lived, as you make your game plan and set your intentions and your expectations for the year ahead, I would caution against allowing what happened in the last 50 weeks to decide what happens in the next 54 weeks. Because once you start the game plan, we're not waiting until January 1st to start implementing. Once you have the plan, it's time to set the wheels in motion. So if you sit down, you review the last 50 weeks today, and you write out what your, your intentions and your expectations are, your behavior aligns with those intentions and expectations today. Okay? It's not, oh, I will continue to behave in an unhealthy manner until the clock strikes 12 on midnight, January 1st, 2024. Most of y'all have been doing that all your life because that's how we've been mass conditioned to behave. We got to wait to initiate a resolution until January 1st. And then by February 17th, nobody's following their resolution that they made and, and set back in the last few weeks of December. When you start or when you set your intentions and your expectations, you immediately reform your behavior. Because it's going to take time for your habits to grow, to evolve, to shift, to recalibrate as needed. That's why it's important to make up your mind. That's why we got Made Up Mind, www.madeupmind.org to help people because a lot of people are struggling with confusion. A lot of life situations arise. Some of them, a lot of them, feeling out of left field. Like, why did this happen to me? You ever ask the question, why me? Why, God, why me? Of all people, why me? I don't deserve this. And if we're not careful, we fall so far into that place of, uh, uh, of defeat, of sunkenness, because we're so overwhelmed by experiences of misfortune and dismay that we genuinely believe, for whatever reason, that we don't deserve. I don't deserve this. I don't know how am I supposed to get through this. These are very real life experiences. This is not you know, to, to blame you or to make you feel bad about feeling bad. This is just to say that when those experiences come, we are more susceptible to confusion and doubt. That's why we need resources that help us to reconnect with clarity and confidence, that help us to make up our minds about who we're going to be and what we're going to do, what we're going to pursue where we're going to go, what we're going to create, who we're going to spend our time with. Reevaluating relationships is hard work. Taking stock 
or taking inventory of the people that you're surrounding yourself with and making real decisions about how much time you're going to spend with those people going forward is hard work. That's a commitment. You have to have intentions and expectations set in place in order to change your mind about how you spend your time and who you spend your time with. You got to make up your mind about that stuff. And once you make up your mind, you have to be committed to, to disallowing others to change your mind. You know what's healthy for you. You know what's advantageous for you. Why? Because you did the work. And you built that strength up. Some of the strengths, you know, sometimes we think about, oh, I just, I happen to stumble into the knowledge of this, of this strength of mine, of this ability of mine. I talked, I think yesterday, or maybe the day before, I, I, I mix up uh, some of the, the days in conversation sometimes. I, I talked earlier this week about how uh, inspired and encouraged and sometimes surprised I have been with the, the unique power that is just within me. And how when you tap into that, you know, you might find out, oh, I, I, I didn't even realize I had that much power in me. I didn't even realize I had that much ability or capacity or strength or potential, right? But sometimes what we really need to do is give ourselves some credit that we built that strength. We fortified that strength. That level of endurance, that level of stamina, that level of precision that came through discipline, that even on the days that we didn't want to get up and go to work, we went and got there on time. Even on the days that we didn't want to give it our all, we gave it our all and then some. Even on the days where we did not want to engage with Susie and Johnny and Bubasusa, we did what we needed to do so that we could work uh, you know, towards the same goal as a team. We gave them the benefit of the doubt, even though when we wanted to be petty. We gave them space to express their feelings instead of dismissing them and shutting them down because we value them as a human being. We didn't just stumble upon these strengths. We built this strength. We built this endurance. We built this stamina. And as we continue on into 2024, we're using all of the information from the last 50 weeks to help us make a sound decision, to help us make up our minds. I've been spending too much time with these people who encourage me to do things that are disadvantageous for my health, that are disadvantageous in the interest of pursuing my goals, my passion, my purpose. In 2024, I've decided I'm going to spend more time with people who encourage growth and forward movement in the direction of my goals, of my passion and my purpose, which means I will have to spend less time with people who dissuade me from doing the things that I'm designed to do. Now that I've set it, now that I've set the intention, now that I've set the expectation, Bam, my words, my actions are being recalibrated and my decisions, my behaviors must now align with these intentions and these expectations. I'm capable. I'm aware. I can do it. I learned in so many ways how much I'm capable of doing.
of accomplishing. For a second, I didn't think that made sense uh, structurally as an English phrase. So if you're watching the video, that's what, that's what that look was all about. What I'm saying, though, is that if you choose to do it, more often than, you're, than not, you'll learn that you are capable of doing it. If you choose to stick with the New Year's resolution that you know is advantageous for your health and your growth and your responsible evolution as an individual human being, if you stick with it, if you choose to stick with it more often than not, you'll learn that you are capable the whole time. And it's not to push you to regret. Once you cross the finish line, once you have achieved the goal that you set out to achieve, there's no reason to look back and go, oh, I wish I had done it sooner. No, 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 no. You rack up a win, you leverage that win to build a new one. It's as simple as that. Every day that you wake up, life keeps going. You have an opportunity to get up and win again. Don't slip back into old dysfunctional habits that serve no good to you and your loved ones. Get up, make the changes that you need to make, be better for it. And, you know, we can't solve everything in one day. So I've given you enough information to work with for this affirmation, um, as well as for setting up your game plan for 2024. If you're listening to this um, before the end of 2023. And if you're listening to this in the beginning or the middle of 2024, or really any time of life, there's always an opportunity for us to sit down and reevaluate the relationship between our goals and our behavior. The, the relationship between where we were and where we are and where we would desire to be. There's always an opportunity for us to reevaluate those things and to reform our behavior, to recalibrate our thinking. Whole series is called What? Think on These Things. An opportunity to recalibrate our thinking and to reform our behavior and to really revive ourselves in many ways. Some of y'all are going to work dead, going to school just completely disengaged. That's a big part of your life. You spending 40 hours at the office out of 168 hours in the week, a third of that time you're spending asleep. That's a big chunk of your awake time, right? So I want to encourage you in this. Go forward. Have an amazing day. Be fruitful. Tomorrow I'll be back for the 79th episode of this entire series, and we will close out this week on a very strong, very high note. I guarantee it. Until then, love y'all. Peace.